welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with you for another episode of Roach Coach, talking about new metal as we always do. And this week, we're back with some boys we haven't seen in a bit, but we love them. It's Nonpoint and their album, Recoil. We're going to talk all about this record. We're going to talk about dreads. We're going to talk about rocking. And we're going to talk about passion. Because I believe this album has all three of these elements. We're going to get all into it. But before we do, ladies and gentlemen, we got a, we got a lot to talk about. It's time to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting. Who is? First up, Jenny, who's charting? It's who's us. Charting? We are. We're charting. In Mexico, as a matter of fact, number 79, an Apple podcast in Mexico. 79. 79, baby. We did it. Thank you, everyone in Mexico, for listening. We much appreciate it. Also, last week, we talked about the eminent arrival of what some might say the most important song of 2020. Disturbs cover of Sting's If I Ever Lose My Faith in You. Oh, boy. There was hot anticipation. The The song has been released. Let's talk about it. Ugh. Jenny, we'll start with you. Thoughts on Disturbs cover of Sting? Mm, my sickness is limited, I would say. Oh. <laughs> I was not feeling it. This is where Disturbed has gone from that fun Draymond energy into, like, butt Draymond energy. <laughs> like, yeah, this, uh, it wasn't for me. I'll say that. Matt. Um, okay. I didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Matt is, Matt is holding his face. Uh, I just want to always mention that. Matt is holding his face. I felt like the cover was unnecessary i'm still very confused on song choice here um but he did do pretty much what we pr were predicting which is the dark and gloomy he did do the dark and gloomy it does have a hot drop in the middle which i very much enjoyed i liked it more than you guys did i do agree it is a little but it is incredibly sincere and i think that that there is, I think, in the sickness era, a little bit more, just a touch of goofiness that he is uh, maybe slightly aware of. But at this point, he's in too deep. And thus, it is completely and utterly sincere. At the same time, though, I was like, sounds like a hit. Sounds like, a, it sounds like another hit. It does sound like a radio hit. Oh yeah, in that yeah. sense. But I mean, if I ever lose my faith in you, by when Sting sang it was a radio hit. Yeah, there absolutely. There is nothing about that cover that feels essential or necessary. He's adding so little. All right, he's so just, you would... he's adding vitamin Draymond. <laughs> vitamin Draymond. All right, so you guys would say then that the corn cover of Devil Went Down to Georgia. You would rank that higher. 
I would. Yes. Yes, okay. I would too. All right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So there you have it. You can check that song out on all the streaming services like I did. We- <laughs> you checked it out on all of them? <laughs> all of them. I was like, how's this sound on Spotify? Oh, the same. Okay. How's this sound on Google Play? The same. YouTube, the same. So it's all the same on all of them. I checked it for you. Thank You're you. Welcome. You're welcome. You're putting in the hard work. I got to do something for people. Speaking of doing it for the people, Jenny, who's ranking? Who's ranking? I'll tell you who. Chino. Chino ranked and reviewed all of the Deftones albums. Insanity. Chino got very honest in this rundown. Talks about making the first record and that he didn't really know what he was singing about. He was just making stuff up a lot of trial by error he said around the fur lightning in a bottle we just we were in our early 20s full of energy we had confidence you hear that record you know how we do really just breaks it down i really answered a lot of background questions about things about where their mindsets were Uh, making these records this is the type of thing i love i wish you know there's a there's another column i think it's on vice where they have artists rank their records jonathan davis once ranked all the corn records i love that stuff i love that honest take where they go back through and dig through their discography and get real about what worked and what didn't so if you haven't seen this uh article it's on up rocks highly recommend it and from all accounts, this new Deftones record, it's going to be sick. Going to be sick. We've also got to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? Who is? So we got an email from Josh Crow. Subject line, new metal that's not new metal. And he said, mm-hmm. hey, Roach Coach team, been listening to and enjoying the show for a couple of years now. And some of the albums you've covered over that time got me thinking he basically breaks down that we've got all these bands that we've inducted into the canon and they're listed under the new metal tag, but then sometimes they don't sound new metal and it sounds like there's something else. Like they might be just all, all sorts of genres and they might be covered under sort of new metal as a blanket category. And it just makes him wonder like how many things are getting tucked into new metal that are lost. And I just want to say that like that scene, that's really kind of what we're doing here is finding the stuff that's deemed new metal, seeing if it was something that was lost to time because of the tag. Maybe it, it's got the new metal tag and it's not new metal at all. Something like Alien Ant Farm or I would say Power Man 5000, two bands that often get lumped in with new metal, but I think we can all agree aren't. So, I mean, that's definitely something that we're always thinking about. So thank you so much. For that email, Josh. Uh, Josh also says that um, he can't remember exactly which episode, but Lauren mentioned that over in the States, you include soundtracks in the Billboard Top 200. The fuck is up with that? Since when did a mashed up, tonally inconsistent bunch of licensed tracks get to rub shoulders with albums that might be telling a cohesive story or have a genuine message to say? Maybe it's because us Brits have a top 40 and so the scale is much smaller, but that seems so batshit crazy to me. But I digress. Anyway, sorry for the long ramble. Keep up the incredible work. Keep it rolling, baby, Josh. Keep it rolling, well, baby. Josh, you're going to love next one. <laughs> you're going to love it. <laughs> you're going to love it. 
we got a whole lot of tonally inconsistent licensed tracks coming straight at you, Brody. Straight at you. Uh, Jenny, we also got an email from Steve. We did. Steve says, Lauren, Jenny, and Matt, great work on the podcast. As a big new metal fan growing up, and in many ways, still am, this has been a great listen going episode by episode into the new metal genre. Insightful, funny, and I am learning stuff I didn't even know before. I have some album recommendations for you that may that you may or may not have received before. One, Beginnings by Memento. I don't know if we've received that recommendation no, before. No, I don't believe so. No. Uh, two, Topsy Turvy by The Apex Theory. Let me check the long list. And yes, that is on the long list. Excellent. Tattoo the Earth, The Last Crusade. Let me check the long list once again. I have Tattoo the Earth, The First Crusade. Well, The Last oh. Crusade is a live album. So. That, okay. I'm going to so, dig into this. Okay. So we'll have a couple Crusades. Okay. We've got another live album on here. OzFest 2001, The Second Millennium live album. That is on the list. And then we've got the Pledge of Allegiance Tour live concert recording another live album definitely don't have this one definitely not on the list i don't even know the pledge of allegiance tour who's who's on the pledge of allegiance tour great cue let's look that let's, up let's look it up do a little google search there's some insider terms that i use <laughs> is that what you guys say work no that's what i say at home <laughs> <laughs> i say i'm gonna google it uh let's see okay we've got Ooh, system of a wow. down slipknot mud vein american head charge and no one it, the cover is rough but that um, is that is oh matt i need you to look up this cover immediately okay. <laughs> you've got to see this i'm gonna try to describe it there's a spine and a pelvic bone that goes up to a brain that has what looks like guitar strings coming out of it but it's being climbed by like a very small baby it is a small baby what is this thing i don't know hit me one more time with what i'm looking for uh the the pledge of allegiance tour live concert recording it, do, your, do yourself a favor, everybody. Look up this album cover. This, this art. This is this is an abomination. Oh my god, I remember this. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're never. I'm never forgetting this. I mean, like, oh, I'm god. gonna be. This is wow. You know, just thinking about all of the vetting that goes into you know approving an album cover. You know, getting it from conception to our eyes. And somebody's like, I got this drawing of a spinal cord going into a brain, being climbed by a mutant baby, and I think it's perfect for you guys. It's so good that it'll be the front and back cover. Oh, oh is it now? Oh, my God. One thing I like about this is that it's on Columbia Records, which makes me hope that somebody just got this as part of like a you get 10 <laughs> cds and then you get 8 million more i i gotta say the other interesting thing about it is that uh, we've done we did a whole summer of the family values albums and and those 
I don't want to say were lovingly sequenced, but there was seemed to be some level of thought into the sequencing of where these songs are going to go. And this thing is literally three system, three slipknot, two mud vein, one American head charge, no one, and we're done. <laughs> no, no mixing it up. It's wild. It's on the long list because yeah. after this, I mean, this album cover, I don't want to jump the gun, but that feels like a junk drawer essential. <laughs> like this, this, I mean, it's a little baby mutant crawling a spinal cord. It's, I, I'm glad I saw it tonight. I'll say that. I'm yeah. glad I did see it. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, Steve says, thank you for considering them. Can't wait to hear more episodes. Rock on. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Um, we've got a new segment on the show. It's called Who's Bombarding Us? Who's Bombarding Us? Who is? So everyone, I'm pretty sure, who listens to the show has hit us up about the new song by Tala called LED. DMs, tags, messages, notes stapled to my front door. People are letting us know Utala has this new song. And it's called LED. I feel like it is only right that we listen to it. Okay, yep, here's Tala with LED. on a journey on that one that that was that was up down left right i think that was the konami code as a song like my lord all over the place jenny we'll start with you thoughts on led well it took me a minute to get there but i did get there very new metal it's true like we when we talk about how uh newer new metal bands kind of borrow from the 90s but we're not taken back there i feel like we were just taken back there yes absolutely especially once they drop that turntable it's so funny how nowadays if a band drops some scratches my first thought is oh wait i'm home (laughs) i i thought i was i thought i was in an unfamiliar road i i thought i didn't know this part of town but no, no 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 this is my old neighborhood i'm home i'm home they have the scratches they have a they have a lethal or a worm they have Mm. something they have a special DJ over there. They so, have a lethal or a worm. Listen, I don't think there'd be any disagreement. The two most important DJs in new metal history are DJ Lethal and DJ Worm. 
who I do want to mention in this very moment, as I cite DJ Worm, I am only 98% sure which band he's in. <laughs> well, he sort of transcends organizations, tra- you know. It's true. It's true. I'm pretty sure DJ Worm's in Lifer? Let's find out. <laughs> Not DJ Earworm. DJ Worm. I'm going to try DJ Worm Lifer. Guys, it's a journey over here with my googling. <laughs> oh, luckily it brought us right to our own podcast. It was, <laughs> it was lifer. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, yes. Yeah, so yeah, I stand by that. Two most important DJs. Number three, of course, Mr. Han. Jenny, we're also getting bombarded because last week we talked about how we were getting some push to do drag pipe. And But it was only very slight. Then we finished the episode, we all said goodnight, and we signed off. And I was getting ready for bed, and I just took a, took a little glance at the Roach Coach Twitter. And we had not one, but two mentions that were sent up while we were recording. People could not have known that we were talking about drag pipe. Two drag pipe requests. Jenny, let's talk about this. Yeah, we got one from D. Rod, and you said, Roach Coach, could you review Drag Pipe, a sick new metal band from Union City, New Jersey? This band came out the same time as Il Nino and 40 Below Summer. Keep them coming. Gave us a link to the YouTube, which we always appreciate. And then Dino DeFino says, Roach Coach, and just sends us a screenshot, which I also appreciate, of a song called Puller by Drag Pipe. Looks like the name of the album is Music for the Last Day of Your Life. And, nope, mm. never mind. <laughs> the, uh, and you'll find out about that soon. Oh man, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about the last one. So this is <laughs> this is an official this is an official push. I mean, this feels like a call coming from inside the house. Drag pipe. I think we got to do this thing. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, we've already got plans with some filmmakers for the next month, but I'd say holidays are coming up after that so and our our gift i mean what what better way to say thanksgiving than with our boys in drag pipe so there you go drag pipe app coming soon and yes jenny i you didn't jump the gun uh this ties in too next month what is this tweet we got from smooth brain full of bugs they say praying that valentine is on the list of soundtracks it's got to be the densest new on a soundtrack ever whoa densest new wow i haven't thought about valentine in quite a while uh interesting he brought that up uh my buddy mccarty recently texted me and said you wear this valentine soundtrack this movie is shit but there's new metal as fuck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, i did look it up and and it's it's dense he's not wrong it's definitely dense uh we'll see we're doing we're doing four we're doing four movies maybe we'll do more i don't know i mean jenny matt you both love film well yeah, yeah. so it's possible it could be one of the four it could be later we don't know we do know we can say for sure one of the films that we will be doing is Adam Sandler's Little Nicky. Yeah. That's now a it's, must. It's important. 
that we do there, that one. There you go. It's very important. And I, I got to know, uh, Jenny, are you enlisting Sweet Mitchell in your movie viewing? Will he be Will he viewing all these films with you? Yes, he will be. All right. Maybe maybe we'll get Mitch. Can we get Mitch on maybe just to get some quick like uh, Mitch hits on his thoughts on the movie? Mitch, I'm, you sure. Down for this? Mitch I'm hits? sure. I'm sure he would be. I'm going to okay. commit him to right. it without I I, talking to him. There we go. Perfect. Even better. <laughs> I mean, I just came up with it right now. You're committing him. It's fine. This is what it's all about. And and Matt, do you think you will be able to enlist Catherine in any of your movie viewing? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, there we go. Hey, Love man, that honesty. Shooting straight. Shooting straight. Always. 100%. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect any other thing from you, Matt. Finally, we did an episode all about Cold's Year of the Spider. And we got some feedback because you know we got feedback because the Cold Army is strong, Jenny. That is true. Brendan Young says, if I may recommend an album for the show, Bionic Jives, Armageddon Through Your Speakers. They had two rappers, were produced by Howard Benson, and performed on the most new metal show of all time, Farm Club. Check out either Shut Him Down or I Shot Lucifer. Ooh, Bionic Jive. That's a... Have we have we had them recommended before? That does not sound familiar to me. Does not sound familiar. All right. I mean, Howard Benson behind the boards. Matt, I think you agree. That sounds like an automatic put on the long list. I mean, Howie B? Howie B on the boards? Howie B. Proven proven track record did we have did we have one of those ones that we wanted to hear jenny would which of those would you want to hear i'd like to hear i shot lucifer all right this is bionic jive with i shot lucifer this is me black and most hated in all 50 from genocide to swastikas and right-wing committees this is me the witness to Are you fucking awake yet, Sheeple? <laughs> Holy shit, Sheeple! Holy! I like it. I like this it. This is incredible. How did we? How is this a blank spot in our lives? There's a line we can put right down. I love that our all life- the comments are like, "This is that real shit." Thumbs up if you heard this before. It was on a video game soundtrack. Definitely MMA music. There we go. Well, thank you, Brendan. It's definitely MMA music. I think we can all agree that we all immediately got cauliflower ear the moment this song started. 100%. Truly. All jacked up now. Thank you, Brendan. Adam Amdar said, one, don't give up on dog fashion disco. There are several songs in that album that aren't like the ones you played. Doubt it's canon worthy, though. I wouldn't consider it new. Two recommendation for full devil jacket was the first sampler i got from a street teamer after ozfest 99 three new metal junk drawer street teams in general go that's an instant put them in oh yeah put them in absolutely if you street teamed i mean for one we know the inventor of the street team tom hazert so of course 100 percent 
hundred percent. We don't always know their names. We guess on the names a lot of the time, but a hundred percent. Listen, if you're out there pounding the pavement, taking stickers, slapping them on the side of buildings, standing outside of concert venues, putting stickers in people's hands, saying you gotta check out this band, you're doing the real work. You are the heart and soul in a lot of ways of what it's all about. Props and respect. 100%. All right. Elric says, if you do consider dog fashion disco, I think Anarchists of Good Taste might be a better choice, at least in my opinion. Released in the thick of it, one of their harder releases, and also has a guest appearance that caused them to be mislabeled as another new metal band on Kazaa for years to come. What's not to love? Good cue. True, true. Also, he left it mysterious on what band they were mislabeled as. That's A-plus commenting right there. Well done, Elric. Jax Lawson says, ooh, breakup mixes. I've definitely made more than one breakup mix CD, but my best and only new metal breakup song story was when I had been seeing an ex on and off in one of those icky can't-let-go-even-though-it's-awful situations just made for a songmeanings.com comment. He said, Limp Biscuit, Significant Other, Track 12. That says everything I have to say. So I had to go home and look up this song, probably actually on songmeanings.com, to figure out this cryptic mess. Ouch, so cold. So long story short, long story long, we have uh, we had no contact after that for like over a decade, but we're Facebook friends now and both in happy marriages to other people. I believe track 12 on significant other is no sex? Yep, featuring Aaron Lewis a slap brutal. in the face. Brutal. <laughs> uh, that's that's like saying Jack's I want to I want to talk to you, but I also have my friend here, Aaron. Uh, boy, oh boy. Well, Jax, I, I you're doing great now, so I'm glad you made it through it. Thank you so much for the comment. Thank you. Brianna Wolf says this video is indeed iconic. The shot of their banner unfurling is burned into my mind and always made me feel way emotional for some reason. I wasn't even in the cold army. Thank you, Brianna. Thank you, Brianna. That's the power. Of that stupid girl video, that riff combined with that dropping banner, I can see it right now, forever etched in my mind. The two things etched in my mind, the unfurling of the cold banner and a spinal cord with a little baby monster crawling up it. That's mm. all I got. Social security <laughs> number, gone. Hey, who needs <laughs> These it? These are all the things that are left in my brain now. All that's left. Birth of my son faded sort of he's around so i know he's here but that baby on that spinal cord that is in there thank you brianna all right chris duff says i had this record day of release loved it at first dubbed it to cassette to listen to in my old shitty car it got stuck in the tape deck and was the only thing to listen to when there was not radio stations driving from calgary to vancouver canada to see the grotesque burlesque marilyn manson tour I've not listened to it since. There are a couple of good tracks, but overall, I could go the rest of my life not hearing it. All right. That sounds like quite the weekend. Going to see Manson, only being able to listen to Cold when you're in the car. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, you either come out of that devoted Cold Army, or you come out of that saying never again. Calgary to Vancouver is ten and a half hours in the car. 
Holy shit. So just to put that in perspective. Holy shit. Is that round trip? <laughs> no, that's one way. Whoa. That's insane. Yeah, it's very far. Chris, I'm glad you're still with us, buddy. <laughs> oh, my I Lord. getting hardcore deja vu f- vibes that we've done this feedback before. Yeah? Yeah. You think so? Like, insane deja vu. Because I am, I went through the notes. Jenny, did this seem familiar to you? No. But, L- like, the tape, <laughs> not... the tape getting stuck and the story about track 12 on Significant Other really are sticking out to me. Hmm. Wow. I, I don't remember this, but. If you okay. are listening, and we have done this before, <laughs> well, let what us I, know. Well, that's it for who's tweeting. Thanks so much for saying hello. Keep on saying hello on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. And now it is time for the album of the week, Recoil by Nonpoint. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on August 3rd, 2004. That's a come down record. Indeed, a come down record. Jenny, we'll start with you. History, any history with Recoil? No, no history with Recoil. How about you, Lauren? No history with Recoil. Was not uh, familiar with this album. Matt, any history with Recoil? That's a three for three. I, too, am not familiar with it. All right, so none of us are familiar with Recoil. Jenny, who's in Nonpoint on this album? On this album, we've got Elias Soriano on lead vocals, Andrew Goldman on lead guitar and backing vocals. We've got Ken McMillan on bass guitar and backing vocals, and Rob Rivera on drums. There you go. We've got, boy, oh, boy. We've got behind the producer board a gentleman we have not seen in a while. Jenny, who do uh, we got? That's going to be Jason Byler. <gasps> a Byler bro? <laughs> yep. <laughs> One of the Byler brothers. Because there's the, two. There's <laughs> definitely two. There's definitely two. I've heard that there's two, but I've never seen proof that there's two. Listen, guys, listen. There are two Byler Bros. One of them produced the record. The other one is doing something else, okay? Mm. He can't be here right now to produce. He's elsewhere. Is this but Jason Byler? Listen, okay, hi, it's Jason. And yes, my brother's not here right now, but believe me. What's his name again? I can't remember offhand because I've been too busy producing this non-point record. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. That makes sense. <laughs> That that's something people who definitely have a living brother say. Listen, listen, he's a real guy. He grew up in the same house as me. He's a real person. Did you share a room growing up? We shared everything growing up. Okay. My brother is real. <laughs> <laughs> so, My we've got My brother is real. <laughs> We've got Jason Byler and Nonpoint as producers. Jenny, we got some genre tags here. Yes, we do. Uh, we've got the genre tags of alternative metal and new metal. 
Okay, there we go. This is the third studio album by Nonpoint, follow-up of their 2002 record development, which, if you recall, uh, not the record we hoped it would be, and from what people had told us when we did development, they said, why'd you do development? No one likes that one. Go and do Recoil. Well, we're doing Recoil now. Listen, to learn and grow, you got to go through it all. And that means listening to Nonpoint's second record before we get to their third one. So we got there. It's going to work out. I have a physical copy of the album here. It was a big thrift. Got it off of eBay from Goodwill, Colorado Springs for a sweet $6.41. Lala. And uh, this album cover, it looks sort of like graffiti with the non-point symbol on it. And it's it's like the the paint is dripping down. Seems very, uh, all the pictures inside look uh, washed out and distorted everybody looking very serious rob is the only guy who decided to look at the camera to say yeah i'm that guy and if you recall nonpoint love to give you some good stuff in those liner notes they love a nickname and i could go through this and tell you all the various nicknames that they give these people it's pretty wild but i wanted to go to our boy KB, as he's called in the liner notes, who is the bassist. He goes by KB, and he says, or KB, K-Bastard. Oh. Yep. Who says, oh, K-Bastard is indebted to Jason and Aaron Byler for keeping me from- <laughs> Classic brother. Classic brother. From keeping me from killing motherfuckers and for continuing to help this make this brand uh, take great strides forward. So right away, the Byler Bros, heroes, stopping uh, KB from murdering. Wow. Yeah, 100%. He gives a lot of interesting thank yous, talks about how one guy will never beat him at DOA3. He gives a shout out to your favorite people, Jenny, Sterling and Brian Ball and Derek Brooks over at Ernie Ball. Mm, my friends, my fan. They say, he says... You guys are more family than you know. I said, that's a beautiful sentiment. He immediately follows it up by giving a big thank you to Dr. Dinglenut, a.k.a. Bonk, and Tony Z, <laughs> a.k.a. Dribblenuts. Uh, Dribblenuts. Dribblenuts. Like, like spit dribble or like basketball dribble? Oh, Jenny, I, I wasn't thinking of either of those. What were you thinking of? I mean, if he's friends with Mr. Dingle, Dr. Dinglenut, and he's Mr. Dribble Nuts, I mean, I think he's got something dribbling out of something else. Would that be referred to as dribbling <laughs> under any circumstances? <laughs> I, I don't know. My brain just broke. Uh, I'm sorry, Jenny. <laughs> some people throw ropes. Some, some, some people, people dribble. dribble. Balls. Oh, some, some people dribble balls. Sorry, God. Jenny. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry for you to hear about this. Oh. Yep. He gives a, a lot of uh, a lot of different shout outs to a lot of different people. He also says that Michael Moore is the greatest hero this country's known in ages. Like we said, this album came out in 2004. Also gives a shout out to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Just a lot of uh, a lot of various shout outs. And then he also gives a big shout out, a wholehearted thank you to moveon.org, stopfcc.com, PETA, truth.com and any other organization doing what they can to educate people on how fucked up this country is becoming 
I would like to send my condolences to the families of the soldiers and civilians who have lost their lives both here and abroad for the lies and greed that fuel this country. Through education and awareness, we can keep the liberties we take for granted intact. Do your civic duty and take a stand for what you believe in. That's one KB. Yeah. And also, I'm going to give them an I mean. (laughs) I mean. I mean. Look around. (laughs) Ah, look around. See what's going on. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, everybody goes right into it. Lots of nicknames. I got to say, one, uh, in in Elias's thank yous, he gives a shout out to Mistress Carrie, who he calls the baddest bitch on the radio. So, shout out to Mistress Carrie. That's your liner notes. That's who's in the band. That's your genre tags. That's your producer, Jason Byler, back in the booth, brother Aaron elsewhere. Don't worry about it. He's out there doing other important work. Anything else we got to say before we dive into this record? I don't think so. I think it's time. Let's Uh, go. Oh, oh, one other thing. (laughs) I'm sorry. One other thing. This album was reviewed by uh, Rolling Stone. Gave it three out of five stars, which is pretty good, I'd say, for a, a new metal record in 2004. It was reviewed by Todd Spencer, who had this to say. This third full length is bound to be the one that finally vaults this incendiary act from the fertile late 90s South, Southern Florida hardcore scene into the national limelight. As a one-time musical theater performer, Elias Soriano nails every hook, and his vengeful screams could halt a battle in mid-pitch. His voice perfectly matches the intensity and complexity of Nonpoint's fusion of punk, metal, and artful aggro. Ranging from thrash to math to gorgeous, spacious lead work, Andrew Goldman's layered guitars launch, sail, and explode like artillery shells. Such is the case with the soaring yet chilling debut single, the truth where the band angrily questions the war in iraq and the president their home state placed in office this is a political record already you guys all right love it. let's do it all right love let's it. do and it the front i love that non-point frog it's back oh, oh yeah. yeah first track is called the same All right, all right, all right, all right, oh, all right, Matt, you, all right. You, you, Matt, you were ready to go. You were like, verse two, let's do it. Let's do it. They ain't wasting time, baby. They're getting right to it. They are right. I wrote in my notes, right into it. These drums. Listen, I don't want to name drop, but I have met Rob Rivera, and he's a very big dude. 
and he is legit. And this is just more proof for the pudding. This guy is a beast. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. Crunchy riffs right on the attack. I wrote in my notes the bludgeon of this chorus. I love it. We got a nice smooth chug. The boys are back. This is how we kick off an album. Jenny, thoughts on the same? Well, it feels important to tell you that Rob Rivera is on Cameo. If anybody, for $30, you can get a Cameo from Rob Rivera, which I was thinking about doing, but didn't do. I think you should do it, Jenny. I think you should do it. Maybe I will. Um, I agree. We get right into it. This song... It sounded kind of like a track four or something to me. I don't know if I would. I feel like we're right into it. I did like it, but it didn't give me that feeling of like a hot open. If you know what I mean. Mm. Maybe I'm alone there. I think it's because it, it, it doesn't have an it doesn't have like a simmer intro. It's like right into it. Yeah. Like it's like two seconds in. Yeah, and it's like you give a guy a kiss on the cheek and he grabs your boob right after and you're like, whoa, <laughs> hey. <laughs> that was... <laughs> yeah, what, what, I get that. I get that. that... <laughs> yeah, I've done that. I've done yeah, that. Right. Been I like there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Kiss on the cheek? All right. Doors open. Let's go. Yeah, that's a green light if I've ever seen one. Oh, man. I see is green lights as far as I can see. Uh, I read this, and this is total projection on my part, is just thinking about how development did not nail it. It was too soft, wasn't the thing. And they were like, listen, let's hit them hard right out the bat with recoil. No, we don't want anybody to hit play on recoil and think, all right, I'll give 9.1 more shot. And then it maybe starts up a little slow to a build them. They're like, ah, the same old shit, and they turn it off. But hit this thing, you get seconds, and then they're in your face. You're like, nine points back. You with us, or you a poser? Okay. I can see that. That's, that's how I'm really... I wrote it... I got I, I both of it sides. A, I see both yeah. sides. I, I see both sides, because Jenny's kind of making me think, like, the drop on Got the Life is just like it's right into it and this is a song that also gets right into it but got the life is the third track not the lead track so hmm. just putting it out there putting it out there and yeah. yeah i all yeah i'm sorry jenny no go ahead i was just saying yeah my my feeling on what the song could be about because songmeanings.com for some reason i don't want to turn into that guy but there are no comments on this song this seems to be about a statement of purpose and that the band is saying that we've always been this band and development was exactly that. And if you bailed on us because of that, you're a fucking poser. We've always been nonpoint. You know how we do. Here we are crushing once again. Get with it or get the fuck out. GTFO, as I've been saying all day. Wow. All GTFO. day. All day has just been GTFOs. Uh, writing checks to the bank. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Love writing checks. I I thought this song... <laughs> I, mean, I mean... You get to you get to write the number numerically and with words. <laughs> oh, who doesn't you love writing a check? And the love it. sense over 100 thing. Um, I thought this was about... A relationship 
falling apart mm. where people so like I've changed I've changed they're like you haven't changed get back together it's nice for like a week mm-hmm. and then it's like you haven't changed shit you haven't changed <laughs> a goddamn thing look at these dishes yeah not washed oh I see you're still leaving your socks outside the hamper like yeah that's what this is about there it is it could be either one matt you've got to have a pet peeve of somebody who's sad they've changed and then they're back with you and then a week later they're doing what is it matt Um, it's gonna set you off let me think um (laughs) matt's so affable he's like you've changed (laughs) you really have changed good for you Good for My you. Thing I have nice. would not be socks in a hamper, just for oh. the record. Oh, oh, Jenny, what, what, what's your real one? My real thing, if somebody didn't change it, that would like drive me absolutely crazy. Probably like commenting on what I'm doing. Ooh. Like, passive oh, like passive aggressiveness. Yes, passive aggressiveness. Mm. Or mm-hmm. um, did you mean to leave that fridge door open? Yeah, yeah, I fucking did. <laughs> so I love leaving the fridge door open. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, boy. Wow. That's brutal. Well, now I'm pissed. <laughs> Let's keep this <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Oh, the next song's called... Oh, well, the next song. Oh, we're in it now. <laughs> Perfect. The truth is up next. Before we get into it, Matt, I think you need to go to 255. You got it, buddy. 255. All right, here we go. If we only knew the truth about it. If we only knew the truth about it. More than just a lie to about what really goes on and what you It's, it's that, that passion, that passion. It's intense. Jenny, we'll start with you. Thoughts on the truth. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very wake up sheeple. I mean, sheeple wake up. 
if you're going to wake up the sheeple with anything, I advise it be the truth. That's the best thing to wake people up with. Mm-hmm. 100%. The first thing you wake up in the morning, you don't want to hear a lie or a fib. You want the truth. First thing in the morning, nothing better. Some people like coffee. You like Some a big like a cup bagel. of truth. Oh, man. <laughs> I like to be eased into the truth more, to be honest. First uh, thing okay. I saw today was somebody being like, I'm going to tell you the truth. And I was like, I'm not going to read this email for another three hours. So... <laughs> <laughs> nice try. I don't I'm not opening that. So Oh boy. But in this case, yes. I really liked it quite a bit. I think as we've talked about before, Elias's voice is is great. Sounds really good. I could see this song. The song feels like a nice balance of something that you might hear on the radio, but it was still pretty heavy. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Rob, once again, he's a beast. He's just he's just crushing it so hard. And incredible shredding, Elias passion, some nice chug and stomp. We got some swagger in there. I'm loving it. But we've got somebody back in the comments who we have not seen in a little bit. It's a lady, and her name, Jenny, is Maggie Michelle. Mm. Would you like me to read Maggie Michelle? I would love for you to <laughs> Sure. Do Maggie Michelle says, I haven't heard this version. I want to so bad, but I haven't been able to get my hands on it. The little bit I was able to hear sounded beautiful, though. Soft, slowed down, and driven by Elias's beautiful voice. I love it. He's already explained that it was about the hassles they had with their former labor, label, Lava. Now on their Byler Bros records. Other people thought the song had to do with the war, though. And that explanation fits nicely. For me personally, it could apply to anything. We know what Elias intended it for. It could also have to do with the war or an interpersonal relationship. People show you one side of themselves, but they just keep their other side hidden. In a relationship like that, you can't move forward with the person until they laid all their cards out on the table, meaning that they can't hold anything back from you. So all three fits nicely. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, Maggie. Thank you, Maggie. We are going to be hearing more from Maggie. As, as as we should also mention, every time she says Elias in this comment, it is all caps. Right. All caps. As all, all caps. names should be. Mm -hmm. uh, this song had a music video. It is the band performing in, if I recall correctly, Jenny, in a room covered in newspapers. That's right. With, with, uh, with the news of the war and news of things going on and non-point it, it truly is a wake up sheeple situation it's maybe the most wake up sheeple video we've seen yeah kb wearing a <laughs> democracy shirt it says something on the bottom but you can't make it out like the top block font is democracy and then there's something on the bottom but it's covered which is sad if anybody knows what it says K listen kb you're listening What'd your shirt say? Let us know. Dingle nuts or whatever you're listening. <laughs> Dingle nuts. Uh, dribble nuts, Dr. Dingle nuts, whoever. <laughs> let us know. What does KB's shirt say? Matt, any final thoughts on the truth? Man, I loved it. Uh, love that chorus. Love what they're doing. It's fucking great. There you have it. Let's do it. All right. Up next, we got Broken Bones. Forget 
this is this is one of those things you see every now and again or hear every now and again. It's a it's a bit of a bouncy ripper. It's a ripper, but it's got some bounce to it. And I was very much enjoying it. Also, it has a great lyric. You forget that all these scars remember. Mm. 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 These mm. scars, they have a memory. Yeah. yeah, they don't they don't forget where they came from, baby. Mm-mm-mm. Or at least I don't forget where they came from. I'm not forgetting where these scars came from. There we go. <laughs> hey, it's our friend Grizzled Pete. Hey, I got some scars. Okay, oh, we okay. see that, Pete. We see <laughs> that. Pete. You want to see my scars? You want to see this one I got here? You want to know nope. how I got this nope. one? How, how'd you, you get I got that this one? one? I fell off. I fell off my BMX bike. Oh. I was, I was doing a jump in my driveway, and I landed wrong, and I didn't call my mom right away because I didn't want to seem like a like a wimp. So now I got a little bit of a scar. That's how I got that one on my arm. <sighs> Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Pete. <laughs> thanks, Pete. Wait, you guys want to know why I got this no, one? No, on I'm a I one and you're... done with scar stories. Thank <laughs> oh. you very much. All right, you guys. Well, I'm I'm gonna be over here uh, doing some more jumps. Probably gonna get some more scars. I'll All tell right. you about them. Wow. I'll tell you about Grizzled Pete still lives with his mom. Oh, what a gentleman. Yeah. Uh, he's he's. I love Grizzled Pete. He's great. Grizzled Pete. Grizzled Pete. Uh, Grizzled Jenny. Pete thoughts on broken bones i really liked it a lot i think the riff is very very sweet i feel like we're getting progressively a little heavier as we go which is always a good thing for me i liked this a lot and i'm i'm feeling this record so far there you have it all right songmeanings.com we're back in the comments jenny our girl our girl maggie michelle she's back what does she got to say she says i absolutely love this song I was just reading an interview where Elias said that it was about broken relationships and that it's a real good one to play because it gets the kids jumping. God, I love him. Maggie Michelle. She signed this one off. She did. That intensity. Once again, Elias, please check the locks on your doors. (laughs) Maggie Michelle, she's excited. Uh, We also have a comment from Earthbound Misfit 98 who said this whole album is great. This song describes how I wish I was able to feel about so many people in my life, but for some reason, I continue to try and please everyone before myself. This has made me try a little harder to change my way of thinking towards those people. Good for you, Earthbound Misfit 98. Good for you. And then we got an incredible downvote from Nymphetamine, who said, awesome song, downvoted. Why? Wow. You know what? It might be somebody who's like, it's song meanings, all right? That's yeah, a classic. Mm. Classic, classic downvote. You know, I tried to upvote it to even it out, and I got a very confusing error message, <laughs> but it failed. Did it go? Did it say, nah? <sighs> no. I think, oh, it actually, I think I, <laughs> I refreshed and it worked. Thank God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I righted that wrong. That's my one. You look for the the helpers. <laughs> You're those helpers they're talking look about. For the helpers. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Matt, final thoughts on Broken Bones. So I like the song. I love these choruses, man. They like the chorus work on this album so far has been f- top tier. Um, the verses on this one give me a hard living color feel, like mm, yeah. just the stylistic approach. 
the riffs are definitely not a living color riff. Like it's definitely non-point coming through, but there is a bit of rounded edge that I, that wasn't present in the other records that I'm hearing in this one. Like this one is definitely much more like we want you guys to fucking glom onto this record. So we're giving, we're, we're coming hard, but it's not, as gritty i think as some of the other non-point songs from the past well i recall an issue we had with statement was that it felt like you'd have these really heavy parts and then it would immediately get soft and we we're like no no no, give us more heavy and then when it was all heavy with the track like argulo we we're like yes more of this do this, this please all this all the time then with development it was like they leaned too soft and now it feels like, and we're only three tracks in, but it feels like this is more of like that mix of those two things. You know what they say? That third record. Are you going to get it together for that third record? Are you going to give us your follow the leader? Or are you going to give us your shadow zone? Mm. Mm. Good mm. cue. Well, let's continue to find out. Up next, we've got Wait. sexy lady has something to say about that song oh yeah i mean that i wrote my notes elias he's crooning here we crooning crooning i mean we've had we've i mean we've given a lot of time to sensual chino but is this a sensual elias i'm gonna say yes all right You don't keep Maggie Michelle around in every single comment for nothing. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. Jenny, what did you think of Wait? I liked it. This felt like a radio song to me. Very much like lighters up, swaying. It wasn't my favorite song on the record, but, you know, wasn't bad. All I have to say to you, Jenny, is ooh. Ooh, I know. <laughs> uh, Matt, thoughts on Wait? Kind of ripe for a, a little bit slower but man, these choruses, I'm, oh. I'm here for these choruses all day, every day. Absolutely. These choruses are incredible. I give this chorus five ooh, out of five and songmeanings.com. Everybody showed up. It seems only right that we start off, Jenny, with another comment from Maggie Michelle. That's right. Okay. So Maggie Michelle says, 
I love this song, and I just got recoil in development for my birthday, 114. It's a little Capricorn girl. And this song makes me think of when you allow people to hold you back. Parents, teachers, friends, whomever it is. You let them hold you back, and then you think, damn it, why did I let them do that? And in the end, you decide that you're not going to let them do that anymore. You're going to wear your guilt and mistakes proudly and learn from them. But you'll keep moving forward instead of letting your family and others get in your way. I love you, Elias. <laughs> Maggie Michelle. <laughs> oh, that's some cap energy if I ever did hear it. No chill and not here to cool down. No, Absolutely no. not. Listen, we all felt one way. But I mean, if you were in the room when she first heard this song and got to that, ooh, mm, mm -mm. get out, get out of the way. Get She's out of the gonna way. need some alone time. She is definitely going to need some alone time. Uh, there was one other comment I liked. It's from Kel L, who said, this is a good song, especially after your girlfriend breaks up with you because you made her unhappy, yet you loved her so much. Kel, mm. buddy, buddy, it's going to be all right. All right. Are we ready for the next <laughs> I mean, look, Let's what else it. is there to say? It's going to be all what right. Else is, it's going to be all right. All right, up next we've got Rabia. White breaded bitches. Yo soy la última, máxima, víctima. Echa para atrás, echa para atrás. Vaya vete, yo soy la soledad única, nada más que tú te ganas, que tú te ganas. Uh, Matt? You're not allowed uh, to say it. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say that part. No, what I was going to say is, uh, the boys done it again. Oh, <laughs> the boys Sorry. definitely fucking did it again. Oh. oh. Oh, my friends. Oh. I don't know what it is, but when he sings in Spanish, that's Spanish, correct? That is Spanish. Thank God. Um, <laughs> when he sings in Spanish, I get so fucking hype i get so excited i love it it's incredible matt if you want to go to 150 where i wrote in my notes rabia with seven a's one second <laughs> so do we have a translation for rabia Oh, yeah. Oh, we got a translation. Jenny, what does Rabia stand for? It means rage. There it is. There it is. It's perfect. There it is. And there I want to is. apologize for thinking you guys were going to say the joke that is mine now and I'm in possession of. That was unfair of me. So It's okay. I'm sorry. It's okay, Jenny. It's sorry. It's okay, Jenny. Uh, <sighs> yes. So it's, the, in the liner notes, Lauren... 
the the English translation is in there, right? It is. Yeah, it is uh, in English in the liner notes. I believe it's a pretty accurate uh, translation over on songmeanings.com. I'll give you I'll give you the highlights. I am the last great victim. Back up, split out of here, get out of here. I am the only one. No one else. What do you gain? Split out of here, get out of here. I am the last one. I am the solitary one. If you don't understand, split out of here. Get out of here. I don't even know you. Why are you staring? Why are you fronting face to face? I don't even know you. Rage. Wow. Loved this. One more of these. All of this in my face, please. In fucking credible. So this was a single, but there was no video. But then I found some live footage. Of them doing this song in 2015 in, I believe, Austin, Texas. They do it as a combo with Orgulo. I've seen Nonpoint Live. I know the I know the boys are legit. But let me tell you, seeing Elias do this live. Incredible shit. Jenny, did you happen to watch this video? I sure did. It was great. It looked like they were having so much fun. It was made me want to be there. It really did. Also, up top, Elias says, we get so much shit if we don't play this song when we're in Texas. And you know what? Yeah. If I was in, honestly, if I'm at any non-point show moving forward and I don't hear Rabia into Argulo, I may, I may give them some shit because I, why leave this out? Incredible. Incredible. I wrote in my notes, another classic. Another classic. I also wrote Chug Power. I was really on one when I wrote these notes, I think. <laughs> Songmeanings.com. A lot of great comments, including one from Jenny. Maggie Michelle with some details that really put a twist on everything. That's true. Maggie Michelle says, first of all, I've been blasting Rabia for about a month ever since I heard it here on my local radio station, Banana 101.5 of Flint, Michigan, on the music meeting. This is a wonderful song and makes me very proud to be Spanish. I wish more bands would be proud enough of their heritage to write stuff like this. And secondly, having blasted this song for that long and driven my dad mad, LOL, I'm positive that these lyrics are accurate. Thanks for putting them up. Long live Elias and Nonpoint, Maggie Michelle, local woman, Maggie Michelle. Maggie Michelle. Local woman. <laughs> yeah. Banana 101.5. That was, uh, that was Mitch's station. Jenny, the chances, the chances that there's a way that Maggie Michelle knows somebody who knows somebody, who knows Mitch, is very high. Extremely high. Extremely high. I have, I mean, I went, I mean, y- your wedding wasn't in Flint, but it was near Flint. Not a lot of people in that area. I feel like it wouldn't be hard. It wouldn't be hard. I would. I Honestly, I think when you finish the episode, you should just walk in, say, hey, Mitch. And he'll go, hey. And you go, name Maggie Michelle means anything to you? And he'll go, is she back? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Maggie Michelle. Oh no, that huge nine point fan from my childhood. 
Everybody's got a huge non-point fan from their childhood. Everybody does. <laughs> oh, man. So um, incredible connection there. I, I really was like very excited because I feel like, I mean, it's pandemic right now. We really shouldn't be meeting anybody. But if Mitch knows Maggie Michelle, that would be huge for the show. I'm just saying. I know that everyone's like, get Wes, get Fred. But what if we get really, Maggie? if we could nail down. <laughs> Maggie Michelle from songmeetings.com. Yeah. I mean it's it's a harder get if you're gonna be if you're gonna be honest, you know? You could find out if she stopped letting people hold her back. Yeah. I'd absolutely. like to know. It's been fifteen mm-hmm. years. Let's find out. Absolutely. And uh once again, Jenny, we might need you to roll in. Look for the helpers on this one. Slave to audio said this song is awesome. I have no idea what the hell it is about, but it is still my favorite song on the C D downvoted. Wow. What? You said the song is awesome. What's going on? Jenny, can you write this wrong? I'll try. Let's see. Right. Oh, I got I got the error again. Let's refresh ah. our page here. And the wrong has been righted. <laughs> wow. Jenny, wow. you're a hero. Come in through. I don't Come do this for through. the praise. <laughs> Just saying. But I will. I don't take do this it. for the recognition. Okay, I I go through and upvote things that have been wrongly downvoted all the time, and I just don't tell people about it. Jenny, I think this next song is about you. <laughs> oh, thank God. Up next, we've got Done It Anyway. I wrote in my notes, give me the loudspeaker, give me the PA system, because Chug is in the building. Mm-hmm. And if you disagree with me, bullshit! Bullshit! Yeah. Love a bullshit chant. This Love song, a bullshit the chant. bullshit chants did, chance. the bullshit chant did make me laugh. I love it. I said, I wrote in my notes, you gotta do this live. You gotta do this live. This is made for the live show. Everybody in the audience chanting bullshit. Put the mic out. Ah, I love it. I also wrote my notes. They may be chanting bullshit, but this is that good shit. Wow. There it is. All right. Yeah, Matt, thoughts on Done It Anyway? I think they're in the fucking pocket, man. They're they're doing the damn thing over and over again. Uh, This is a fun listen. You got to tell me. Did any of you drive while you were listening to this? Matt, 
did I drive while listening to this record? I drove all around, and it was a goddamn pleasure. <laughs> Truly. He's yelling bullshit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Incredible. I mean, also, right after Rabia, I was like, do not let me down. Do not hit me with some bullshit. And they did not. I appreciate that. Jenny, did you give this one a car listen? How'd you listen to this? No, no car listen for me. I I don't go anywhere anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I'm home all the time. Uh, No, I listened once on a run. So that was nice. That was nice. I listened once while I was uh, doing some dishes and other household tasks. And then another time just through a little Bluetooth speaker. Oh, did, did Mitch get a taste of any of this? No, he did not. Oh, this was kept man. from Mitchell. This was not kept. I, I mean, this is no surprise. This was not kept from one Maggie Michelle. No, it wasn't. Maggie Michelle says, to me, Elias is talking all the things we people hear every day. We people say every day. And it's saying that they're all bullshit. People hurt you, say they won't do it again, but they do. People say we're all treated equal, but we aren't. People say they'll find those who hurt us and they'll serve up justice, but they don't. Great songs, great lyrics, and it's all true. I can say that from personal experience. And the chorus is just saying, regardless of what you tell me, I'm going to do it anyway. You can give me all the advice you feel is needed, but I'm not going to listen. I'm going to do things my way or no way at all. Maggie Michelle. <laughs> Maggie Michelle. How are you? Are you okay? Are you okay? We need to check in. We got to check in. Mitch, I'm talking to Mitch as if he listens. Does he listen? No. <laughs> he's always well, like, you never tell me what's going on with the podcast. I'm like, you could just listen to it. And he's like, huh. <laughs> well, I guess we're at an impasse. <laughs> well, fair enough. Uh, well, either way, Mitch, you've got to call in your contacts, i.e. your friends, who I've met, very nice guys. I know those guys. Jenny, you know those guys. They listen. (laughs) They listen. They listen. Whoa. Okay. Mitch's friends. Guys. Maggie Michelle, you got to know who this girl is. Find out what's going on. All right. (laughs) We're all going to be looking for Maggie Michelle. All going to be looking for Maggie Michelle. We got to find out where she's at. I'm going to print out these song meanings comments and put them on (laughs) phone poles in the Flint area. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes. Matt, final thoughts on Done It Anyway. No, I think you got him. I think we're ready. All right. Oh. Uh, are we ready? Oh. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right. Up next, we've got In the Air Tonight. I'll be 
hand But I don't know if you know who I am You know where we need to get to. Where is it, Lauren? I think we just gotta give it a give it a second. You know, we hear a lot of covers on this show. Jenny, you've once said, nothing more new metal than a cover. That's true. This is a very respectful cover. Reverent, I feel almost. Loving to the source material. We got any Collins heads here? Any Phil boys? I'm an enjoyer, but I'm, I wouldn't call me a Collins head. I Jenny, agree you, with Matt. You're just, yeah. You're, okay. Little bit about me. When I was in fifth grade, we all got to fill out this sheet all about me. And when I had to write down my favorite band, I wrote down Genesis. Wow. Now, this was before I uh, had heard Nirvana or anything like that. But I was like, Genesis, that's that's the guy. Now, the thing is that I will say I do prefer Genesis to solo Phil Collins, which is often a little a little slow for me. But uh this is uh this is not a bad cover. Not a bad cover at all. I think they do a good job. It's moody. It works. Jenny thoughts? Well I wish I'd known about this song much sooner because my youngest brother, the athlete of the family, very athletic young man, he played high school football and apparently it was a tradition I wasn't aware of when I was in high school, but it was happening then too, that the football team would all stand around in a circle in the dark for every game and listen to the Phil Collins version of this song before they went out. Go Rockets. <laughs> I feel like this may have served them, you know, it's a little heavier, but it is a very beautiful cover, but I can't hear this song and not just think of... <laughs> like 30 high school football players in a dark locker room in Westland just getting ready to go Link, out there arms and getting ready just getting like I don't know <laughs> also isn't in the original version of the song isn't the drop like three and a half minutes in that's the part that makes me laugh every time yeah. I listen to like you guys are just standing there for a long time a long time that's a long time Oh wow! <laughs> Gotta have patience. Yeah. Gotta have I feel like determination. This, this, this would have definitely served them a lot better because they get to it in I think a minute thirty, <laughs> a minute forty, Matt. Well, one forty-six, and we oh. heard it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they could have saved some time. Look, well, if I ever get a time machine, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go back again. This is the fix. This is the fix. Everything else that's going on right now, let it happen. But you gotta make sure your brother hears this song. I'd like to save them a minute or two. Again, I don't do this for the praise. There Just, it is. You know. Uh, I uh, Matt, th- thoughts on this cover? Thoughts on thoughts on? I didn't like it. Oh, Whoa. I didn't like it. 
I guess this is such an iconic song to me that I they weren't bringing too reverent. Maybe I would have loved to have seen them dissect it a little bit more, push on parts a little bit more. They did not. They did a good job. It's it's a good cover, but it's just not for me. Matt didn't like it. Jenny and I liked it. You know who else liked this song? Film genius. That's Film right. genius. Film genius and director Michael Mann, who put this <laughs> in his 2006 Miami Vice. Quick note about Miami Vice. One of the greatest films of all time. Incredible film. Wow. I, I texted Jenny. I said, hey, we got to watch this movie. I mean, I've seen it many times. I own it. We should watch it because they play this song over the big action sequence in the movie. So then I settled down this past weekend to watch Miami Vice. And I got through the whole movie without hearing the song. (laughs) And it does not play until the end credits. And I went, oh, shit. (laughs) Jenny's going to be pissed. And I sent you the text telling you that. And you did indeed say to me, you would have been so mad if you had watched it. I'll tell you, I'd kind of like, we joked like, oh yeah, this would be great like to kind of like ease into soundtrack month. And I was like warming up to the idea and I tiptoed right up to it and I went to press play and I saw that runtime and this was <laughs> not the director cut. And I was like, excuse me, two and a half hours. I hit like exit. Like I was going to get shot. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not giving you that amount of time. Um, So I was glad you told me. This Uh, movie had a $135 million budget. Mm -hmm. That's fucking insane. It did. It's a tour de force. It's incredible. I saw that in the Philippines. Oh, there you go. That's amazing. I uh, so it did. It did turn out that uh, I was like, I know that this song played over the action sequence, but it turns out it plays over it in the director's cut, which I did not watch. Uh, but I have seen. Gotta get my bona fides out there. If you haven't seen Miami Vice and you're not afraid of the long runtime, it's incredible. I love it so much. That's all I have to say about Miami Vice. I don't know. I could go on and on about Miami Vice. Surprisingly enough, do you know who had nothing to say about song about uh, Miami Vice? Maggie Michelle. Nowhere to be found in the comments. Mm. Just a bunch of supposed plants. Dark Eternal. Wow, this is an amazing cover. Nonpoint is a great band personally. I think Development is their best CD. If you go to their website at nonpoint.com, you can hear other stuff if you like this. I was like, is this a real guy? Or is this a plant? Mm. And I thought, wow, another plant going in. But then I scrolled down. And Dark Eternal revealed themselves to be a person by saying, uh, I, I said development, but I meant statement. That's that's my favorite album. <laughs> and I said, he's a real one. Oh, he's a real one. How embarrassing. Oh, the worst. All right. Up next, we've got Move Now. You could show up nothing to
we got some crunch and we got some chug but most important in this song we've got some motivation Jenny, this was your accompaniment on a jog. Did you take orders from Elias on this one and yeah. move now? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> oh, boy. This thing. The passion. I get it. Listen, Maggie Michelle, we've been having some fun. But I get why you all caps his name every time. I feel like Elias is an all caps kind of guy. 100%. All passion. Love it. Matt, thoughts on move now? these choruses keep dragging me back in i like i felt like the song was going pretty okay and then the chorus comes in and i'm like kind of here for it i'm loving it loving these choruses there you go loving the choruses jenny does this song make you want to lift a car (laughs) lift a car if i need to sure just there you go casually maybe if there's like a group of bystanders just like walk up and lift a car and just keep going mm-hmm. yeah only if this song's playing though only if the song is playing it is kind of amazing to me that this band never got bigger than they did i know that they have lots of records and they seem to have like a pretty dedicated following but i don't know like matt said the choruses are really there they sound great. This album sounds fantastic. Jason Byler. Listen. The Byler Bros, man. The Byler Bros. Listen, you may not believe one of them exists, but let me tell you, the one that does, <laughs> incredible work. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just lost it there. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Uh, I think <laughs> I think we are ready for the next <laughs> I think song. We're ready for the next song. Uh, up next, we got peace of mind. You could have been satisfied. You could have been full inside. You could have been happy simply with your peace of mind. So, this song had me invent a new term. It's not just a chug. That's a clunk chug. Clunk chug. Yeah. And I love a clunk chug. All about it. I love how also, and I can see it in your face a little bit, Matt. You're like, oh, this is a bit of a soft beginning. But don't worry about it. Right? Don't worry about it. You're in good hands. You're in non-points hands. You're in Elias's hands. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. If anything, if you're ever worried, is Snob Point going to bring it? Have the peace of mind to know that they will. Jenny, thoughts on peace of mind? I enjoyed it. I think they're, they are bringing it consistently. I have to say it's been a couple minutes since we've we've heard something like this, but over on songmeanings.com, commenter exacerbating, 
They said, my ex of four years got me into this band three years ago. And after we broke up, this was one of the main songs that struck my heart. And here is why. Go on to cite the choruses. And at the end, they say, what you think? (laughs) And I gotta say, it's been 13 years of crickets. This was in 2007. Not a one person has responded. So, (laughs) sorry, a little new metal math at the top for you there. It's a breakup song. It's a breakup song. It sure is. It sure is. And I wrote in my notes, I'm loving the bass ripple. Matt, any final thoughts and peace of mind? Nope. No. (laughs) No. No. Wow. No. All right. No. I have no no more thoughts. Oh, no. It's, It's Angry Baby. Angry Baby. I'm a baby, and I'm done with my thoughts. Oh. Oh. oh, I mean, angry baby, you don't have to be mad. You're a baby. You should be happy. Wah, wah. Which, by oh. the way, my daughter does. Like, she'll be, Catherine will be holding her, and then she'll just go, wah, wah. And then, <laughs> then we have to be like, oh, my goodness, is it a baby? And she'll be like, wah, wah. <laughs> baby, what is it? Wah, I'm doing bits. <laughs> Uh, a baby that does bits. It's the best. It's the best. Um, All right. Right. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Up next, we've got past it all. This is getting old, the way that you speak to me. Never could decide how you wanted us to be I never know when you're speaking sincerely Why won't you show your intentions towards me? You think you know the answers to everything Why won't you go my own way this time? have a question for you guys okay how is this not a single right yeah that's a right? that is a big mover and shaker i heard this and i heard something that i haven't heard since hoobastank money in the bank yeah this is no this is a no-brainer <sighs> listen Recordly. Okay. So according to the Wikipedia, this was out on Lava. Lava Records. This this song rolls across your desk and you don't say, give me a video. Get me Marco Siega. Let's do it up. Let's get him a hot vid. Let's get this in rotation. This has got it all. 
Money in the bank. Think of the coins. Dropping in. Clink, 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 clink. That's what I'm hearing when I hear this song. Also, this chorus on track 10. Wow, wow, wow. Incredible stuff. Jenny, obviously, your feelings on this. this You feel this should have been single number one. Oh, yeah. It's a no-brainer. To me, 16 <laughs> years after the fact, sitting in my... Uh, not in the room. <laughs> no. Not making any of the decisions. Never wrote a song in my life. No experience. <laughs> no-brainer. No-brainer. Well, Jenny, once again, you get a time machine. You're going straight to the lava offices. I have to go to that locker room. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, if I can do both, I'm happy oh, to. Okay. All right. So locker see. room, then lava. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. All right. Uh, well, it should come as no surprise. Our girl's back on songmates.com. Yes. Maggie Michelle is back and she says, I can't believe no one has commented on this. It's an incredible song and the acoustic version after reward track 13 is absolutely beautiful. A little bit of a spoiler there. He goes into his room and you can hear the door squeak and he closes it. Then he picks up his guitar and his microphone and he breathes into it once. Just this kind of ah sound. And then he starts playing. Anyway, I would say that the song is a classic girlfriend. She wants him to change, do things her way, and he's saying that he's already tried that and it didn't work out. If you want a broader scope, I'd say that it's about anyone that you're in a relationship with, mother, father, etc. And they're saying, well, let's fix the problem my way. And you look at them and say, I can see right through you. You're fake and you don't want to fix shit. You just want me to keep doing what you want me to do so things go your way. And I'm telling you, I see right through it and it doesn't work. So I'm going to do it my way. That's how it is with my mom. Oh, I really do love you girls and I want a relationship, but she doesn't call or visit us. And so Becca and I are like, fuck you. You're a liar and a fake. You don't want anything other than to have us at your beck and call. And it's not going to happen because you're a fake. So that's my interps. Maggie wow. Michelle. Wow. All right. So <laughs> Mitch's friends and also my friends from the Flint area. <laughs> Maggie, Michelle, and Becca. Strained relationship with the moms. Hopes it, hope it has mended. It's another thing get, to add to our missing poster. We gotta find Maggie, Michelle. We gotta find what's going on. This also, if you recall from the first Nonpoint album, in the liner notes, you think it's going one way, and then Eli- I believe it's Elias is basically like, F you to my absentee father. May you burn in hell or something like that. It was, it's an intense this. And this is the same energy. Same energy. You don't think it's going this hard. And then it does. Maggie Michelle. Open door policy. Get on the show. <laughs> I know. We uh, need to talk to Maggie Michelle. We do. Uh, there's one other comment I liked. It's from uh, Earthbound Misfit 98 who said, this is such an awesome song. This couldn't explain my situation with my ex any better. After she broke up up with me, she said that she still wanted to be friends. During the course of the breakup, she would send me messages asking me questions and even saying that she had a few dreams about me. So I didn't know what to think. Even now, she broke up with the guy she left me for and asked me to spend the night with her. She would then ask questions like, do you still miss me? Do you think you could fall for me again? Even said, no one has ever loved me like you did. But then when I followed my instincts to see if we could have a future together, 
I'm denied. And she makes it seem like it's all me. So the first verse of this song makes perfect sense to me. Earthbound Misfit 98, get out of there. Yeah. To quote an earlier there was song, one move more now. That I liked. Away and I know girl. this is a lot of comments. Move now. Move now. <sighs> get away. I, there's one more that I'd like to talk about. Okay. This is sure. from Emily182345. Emily says, The song reminds me so much of my boyfriend. He's not very trusting of me and has no reason to. I've done some <laughs> fucked up things, most of them in account of me being four years younger and not seeing things fully. He once said to me, I'm just getting numbed everything. Why won't you show your intentions toward me? Speak so loud. He loves this band. When he played this song for me, I cried. <laughs> Maybe Emily and Earthbound Misfit 98. Is this a BFGF comment? I don't know. Might be. Might be. It'd be funny if neither of them were thinking about the other having a song meanings comments song meanings account but knowing that's the only place to go to talk things through yeah you know less expensive than a couple's counselor it's so, very true so. it's true this site last i checked free yeah no dollars all right up next we've got impossible needs I think we can all agree that there's nothing more frustrating than being with someone whose needs are literally impossible. Correct. Just endless frustration. You know? They're like, I want some stardust. You're like, impossible! Mm. Can't be done. I don't know enough science to get into NASA to get into a spaceship to get you any stardust. JFC. JFC? Mm. Jenny, do you feel that you have any impossible needs or are you all pretty possible? I don't know if I have any impossible needs. I think I have sometimes I'll feel like I need something that only I can provide for myself. And I have to be careful about looking for that in others. Mm. So that could be an impossible need. You think you want somebody to make you feel all the way better. But that stuff, you got to do that stuff inside of you. 
Ooh, there you That's go. That's right. That's, That's right. very true. That's very true. Matt, any impossible needs? Or are you pretty easy to please? I'm I'm pretty wavy gravy, dude. I'm pretty easy easy to please. I would say, uh, you know, I need what other people need. I need recognition, validation. I need you to be there for me. I'll be there for you. I like to hunt. I like to fish. I'm sorry. I'm holding <laughs> up a fish. Ah, what am I doing right whoa, now? Is this whoa. my profile? <laughs> oh my lord! Oh wow! wow. Outdoorsman Matt. Wow. I'm just looking for a good girl that's looking to settle down with the... I don't want any drama. <laughs> I'm a no drama. Save your drama for your mama kind of oh, guy. Oh, you know what? Nothing I dislike less than drama in my own life. Other people's lives? Give me that. <laughs> give me that. Give, give me that, that drama. Give me that drama. But yeah, in my own, not at all. And Jenny, you've already put me on the blast in, in the past for my impossible <laughs> needs, and that's fair enough. So. Hefty titties. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they're never big enough. It's yeah. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You know, to go to Cool World and get your needs. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, that's all I got left is is animation. <laughs> Oh boy. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, you know what? Maggie Michelle, once again, oh, uh, in these yes. comments, she says, Elias seems to be dealing with a couple of things. First, someone who expects him to achieve and strive farther than is humanly possible. Secondly, is the idea that this person has made him question his own beliefs. He believes that all these things he's been doing make him a man, but the other person disagrees and therefore causes Elias to doubt himself. That's why taking chances comes in. He says that he'd like to take chances, but his doubts are now holding him back. But the chorus seems to point to his resolution. Not for you. You're hard to please. So he's giving up on this person, and he's going to do things to please himself. Maggie Michelle. I gotta say, Maggie Michelle, dynamite work, really bringing truth to the name of this website, songmeanings.com. Well done. And we got to find this lady. Mitch's friends. Get everybody get together. Everybody get together. Let's get the whole wedding party together. Mitch can come too if he wants to help out, but he's not listening to the show, so he won't know. <laughs> he's going to be very confused, but. Where's everybody going? And everyone will be like, did you listen to the non-point app? We got to find this girl. He's like, what girl? Yeah. Well, hopefully we find her. I don't know. We'll see what so. happens. We will. All right. Up next, we've got Side with Guns. Side with the Guns.
I'm just going to point this out real quick. We're on track 12. Non-point, not resting. Laurels, get them out of here. They don't need them to rest on because they're still rocking. Matt, how you feeling? About side I'm, with feeling, the guns? I'm feeling pretty good. These guys are going for it. Here's the thing. I'm listening to these songs. I'm liking these songs. Some of these songs I downright love. I want to go back and listen to Rabia again right now. Is there something about this record that's holding it back? I feel like this record isn't well known. I think it's a real it's I think it's a timing thing. You put this record out. This record came out in 2004. You put this record out in 2001. Alzheimer. It's it's just by 2004 I just it's it's not the same. It's not the same. That's what I think it is. That's what I think it is. They found their groove, but what what was ha- hot and happening, as the kids say, was not quite this anymore. I think that's what it is. I think that's why they they ended up being a cult act. They they drop a record like this two years. If de- I will say it, if this got dropped instead of development, things think I think things might be a little different. That said, though, ten albums deep. They're still going. I saw these boys live. They crushed. And that audience, they were they were ready. They were ready. The non-point, the non-point peeps, whatever the non-point with non-point army, non-point boys, the pointy boys. I don't know. I've given the street team like eight different names. All I know is they're real, they're legit. And I get it. I get it. Jenny, thoughts? Uh yeah, I liked this. I wonder if it's a combination of the timing and I couldn't help but feel like the sequencing was a little bit weird when I was listening to it. Like, How would you change it up? I would take, first of all, I would do some sort of a lead-in to drop to start the album off. Build that anticipation. <laughs> okay, don't hire me to do this. I can't speak at all. Um <laughs> I think, what was it? Peace of Mind? Yeah. Is that the like clear single? No, Past It All. Past It All. Excuse past me. All. Past It All. Bop that shit right up to track three. Yeah. In the Air Tonight stays where it is. So what are you opening with? Because clearly you feel a different song should open the album. I don't know what I'm opening with. I might... I don't know what I'm opening with. I need something that gives me something that like welcomes me into the album. This just like flaps you right into it, which is fine. But I'm just saying like, I bet if there was like something that like ease you in, you get that single kind of pushed up toward the top. You can still get like, maybe we even get Robbie a little sooner. These are the questions. Once again, Jenny, I know you're using the time machine to go back to your brother's football game, but I'm telling you, if you make time to get to those lava offices, sit down with both Byler bros, see them with your own eyes, and say, let's talk sequencing. Maybe if they could come meet me at the locker room. <laughs> Merging it all together. Ooh. Uh, and, uh, you know, we got to mention it. 
songmeanings.com. Our girl's back. She sure is. Maggie Michelle says, when I first heard this, it made me think of all the bullies you encounter in school. They're always judging you, what you wear, what you say, and most importantly, how you look. And I think Elias is saying that the bullies are the ones who are going to pay in the end, because eventually they'll be the ones to suffer the consequences of their actions. You know, what goes around comes around type of thing. That doesn't have to mean that you go blow them all up. (laughs) That could mean anything. Them getting old by themselves, without any family there for them, losing their parent or sibling to some horrible disease, anything like that. (laughs) Not necessarily meaning, like I said, going in there and blowing them up. Because I don't think anyone would advocate that. Maggie Michelle. (laughs) Oh, the wheels are coming off. Uh, Maggie Michelle's like, listen, I don't want to have anybody killed or maimed. All I'm saying is that they die alone. Or they slowly watch their family rot away in their presence. But I'm not saying anything crazy. (laughs) (laughs) No one would advocate for that, right? Right? I'm just saying, watching your family members plucked from existence one by one as you waste away into old age. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to be a psycho and shoot them. Because no one would advocate for that. Never. Right? I'd never say that. Oh, wow. <laughs> but still, let's find this girl. Yeah, we, we sh- gotta find her. We do. We gotta we, find we her. We might need to be careful. Absolutely. Listen. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. Listen, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna name this team Team M and M, which is all of Mitch's friends, all of Jenny's friends. Mitch, if he decides to come, if he even knows what's going on, check out the show. Your wife's on it. It's fun. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, he listened to it before we were dating and before. What? And then the moment we started dating, he stopped? Yeah. He's like, he got enough of me, you know? He's like, he's like, I've heard enough. Yeah. I got I to gotta marry her, he listen- but I can't listen to another word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the man does hear me talk all day, so. He does. He does. As, as, works. As, as people know, with Jenny, doesn't shut up. Mile a minute. Always. It's I- like, Jenny... Take a second. I won Breathe. the Tireless Talker Award, Stevenson Middle School. <laughs> Is that true? Tireless, tireless Talker? talker. Yeah. Whoa. Tireless Talker. Well. You want to know the, You want to know how I won it? My yeah. friend worked at the yearbook and rigged the election. Whoa! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow. That's right. I don't know if I've uh, ever told anybody that before. And now it's out there. Now it's out there. What's the name of the, what was the name of your middle school? Adelaide Stevenson Middle School. Mascot, the Saints. That is so confusing because there was a high school near where I lived called Adelaide Stevenson High School. Yeah. That's so confusing. Yeah. Did you ever have any students accidentally show up at your school and realize they should be at the other school like literally 20 minutes away. Yeah, every day we went to the wrong school 20 minutes away. <laughs> it was a long walk. What a mess. Yeah. Name but your I talked right. tirelessly the whole time. <laughs> Tireless talker. Did anyone did any when you won was anyone like wait a second? I'm or were sure. You like, 
I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I was in like eighth grade. People were like, that poser doesn't even talk. Oh, that, that girl, I, I heard she doesn't even have a larynx. Mm-hmm. That was the, hey, that was hey, a vicious wanna, rumor spread about do me. You wanna, do you want to hear some, hey, hey, dude, do you want to hear some gossip? Yeah. What is you it? Want to hear some gossip? You know, you know Jenny Bloomer? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, talk, yeah. The, the talker. Yeah, I, I heard she didn't even have a mouth. What? How can yeah. she tirelessly talk without a mouth? I, she, I, I don't think she can. I think it's rigged. <laughs> she has no and mouth and she constantly she sleeps, is what I heard. She constantly sleeps. Yeah. She and has yeah. No mouth. How does she eat? Through her nose. It's crazy. Anyway, I got to go. Got to spread more gossip over here. See you later. Oh, later. A shadowy middle school gossiper. Mm hmm. Oh, uh, wow. I feel so much lighter having made that confession. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh boy! Wow, how many we got left? We've got one in a secret track. Oh boy, here we go, <laughs> Matt. Do you have any questions for us? Here we go, guys. Does this? Hey, quick cue. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How respectful of our time is this album? Uh, this album comes in at fifty-five minutes and fifty-one seconds. It's pushing it. <laughs> so I'm a little confused by this time. It says 5551 on Wikipedia. But then when it lists the track listing on the CD, it says 7311 if you count how long the last track is. But then when I go on to Apple Music, which has a... 49 minutes, 53 seconds? Yes! Yes. I agree. It's confusing. So I guess no one's really sure how long this record is. It could be very respectful of our time, pushing it, or not respectful at all. Leave it to non-point to just cover all their bases. There we go. So it, it has some relationship to time. We're not quite sure what it is. But mm. up next, we've got Reward. <laughs> That's a punchy rocker to take you out before the secret song. I gotta say, they're going out strong. They're going out strong. I got a question, and I don't know much about pedals beyond that you can put them in fun little seats. Is that a Wawa up top? I know it's a pedal. It's gotta be a pedal, right? Well, I just kicked yeah, my mic. 
I got really excited. <laughs> oh, so we're, we're talking pedals. I just, I freaked out. There are pedals in my house. It, Matt, what kind of pedal is it? Uh, let me hear it one more time because uh, I'll tell you. Uh, that sounds like a flanger. Oh, so not a pedal. No, that's a pedal. That's a pedal? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know shit. I don't know. On it. I don't know shit about pedals. I don't know anything about pedals. I'll call Mitch in here right now and make him listen to that. You know what? It asks the important question. How long can you keep doing something for the high? Be it a drug high or another high before you got to question whether the high is even worth it? Something to think about. Jenny, thoughts? You'll, you know you know when it's done. Mm. You know. Wow. That's, that's got some weight to it. Doesn't it, Matt? You'll know when it's done. You'll know. You'll know when you're ready. You'll know when it's done, and then you'll know when you're ready to be done with it. Those are two different things. Ooh. Ooh. Those are two different things. That is very true. That is true. Uh, hey, knowing- man, we like to call that <laughs> grinding gears. <laughs> yes. Just keep trying to shove it in there. Oh, making it boy. work. Uh, Ain't working. Oh, uh, boy. Jenny, you got some truths tonight, girl. <laughs> you know, you know who else has some truths. Oh, so many truths. Let's hear it. <laughs> Maggie Michelle. There she is. She is back. She says, "Very interesting, because Elias has admitted to doing drugs before, marijuana and others, and he seems he's looking at it from an addict's perspective and saying I should quit because it ain't fun anymore." But I can't because this drug has control over me. I started to get away to hide from my problems and to have fun and get relaxed. But now it's punishing me, destroying me. And what can I do? How can I stop? So he's a slave to it now. The end of the song, he just leaves you hanging there, which is classic for an addict. They become a slave to their drug and are stuck there till they hit bottom. In all caps here. I am not saying Elias is an addict. I'm saying it sounds like he wrote the songs from an addict's perspective. Maybe he knows someone who's like that. Or maybe he's come across people like that on tour. Maggie Michelle. Maggie Michelle. Maggie Michelle. And one final comment from second place on these comments for this episode. Earthbound Misfit 98. This is a classic song meanings comment. I got a different message from this song. The interpretation I got was about my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> there it is. She left me for her previous boyfriend, but for some strange reason, I still wanted her. I was just starting to get over her when she asked if I would spend the night with her. Me being foolish, I did, and found that I still had strong feelings for her. I knew I shouldn't be doing what I was doing, but it made me feel so good to know that I was still there for her in some way. Why do I do this? All for the high? I couldn't have felt any better when I was with her before and even now. Mm. Earthbound Misfit 98. To reiterate an earlier song, move now away from this girl. It's not worth it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Get away. Get away. All right. We've got the secret track left, and it is an acoustic version of Past It All. Just uh, open the door here. Okay, guys, how are you doing? Uh, just let me just pull out uh, the old acoustic guitar. Let's just... Uh, there we go. And just strum a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Feel good about that. All right. Let's uh, just 
just uh, keep in uh, verse. The verse entrance is coming around. And yeah. This is getting old. Hitting them posts, motherfuckers. <laughs> you got them all, buddy. You got them all. You really did. Never know when you're speaking sincerely. Why won't you show your intentions towards me? Past all the time we wasted, I saw the end. This wasn't what you said. A lullaby to take us out. Indeed. Also, they put an acoustic version on. If they knew, they knew, they knew they had the heat here. Should have been a single. Should have, should have. Should have been a singy. Should have been a singy. Should have been a singy. That's what you got to jump into that time <laughs> machine. Show up in the lava offices and say, "Passed it all." Should have been a singy, and then. Vaporize. Yes. I think vaporizing is going to be key to them taking that seriously. Because <laughs> otherwise, you're like, I think so. Why is this 35 year old woman saying singy to me? What is, what is going on? All right. Well, that is the album. That is Recoil by Nonpoint. And now is the part of the show where we couldn't talk. Talk about the canon. Indeed, we're going to talk. Singies. <laughs> Singies. <laughs> Singies. Uh, well, J- Jenny, we'll start with you. So I really liked this record, and I actually don't know where I stand on putting it into the canon. I think it's really good. It definitely has a lot of high points. Is this essential? I don't know. That said, top to bottom, I think it's really really good rabia obviously like i'd put that in in one second but i don't know i'm curious about what you two think because like this for sure is a good album i think it's well produced i think they sound great i think the choruses are there it's new metal but there's just i have some hesitation but i don't really know where to place it and i want to hear what you two think well i thought Nonpoint showed the fuck up on this record. It's lots of chug, some great riffs, incredible passion, those drums. Elias, incredible. Lyrically, I mean, I really think he he managed to create a lot of universal moments, a lot of things you can relate to. Uh, doesn't ever fall into some cheese ball, never goes to the butt. I kept thinking 2004, we might get some butt dives in here. No way. These guys rock too hard. No way. And I kind of had the same debate that Jenny said. It was like, do I, am I putting the whole thing in? Robbie, of course, 100%. It's a classic. Has to go in. Play it at my grave. I mean, 100%. But then at the same time, I'm like, the same. The truth. Broken bones. And it, it, the, album, the album never lets up. It just keeps going. And it has no duds. There's not a single song on here where I'm like, mm, cut this. 
You know, we've talked about rearranging the set list a little bit, but we I don't think any of us think that they should cut a song. This album's not no matter the runtime, I don't think there's any thought of this thing being too long or weighing you down. And this thing works front to back, top to bottom. I mean, I think we're saying you can even scramble the songs up and the thing still works. And I really do feel like it's 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 this band finding its stride, this band establishing, hey, why does Nonpoint have 10 albums? Because album number three, man, set the bar, set things up. So I'm kind of leaning the whole thing because I don't see what else. I mean, I feel like. You know, I mean, I feel like the run, the run from the same all the way up to done it anyway, incredible in the air tonight, I think kind of divided us a little bit, but then we go right back into move now and then you get peace of mind and past it all, past it all, incredible. And then all of a sudden there you are, end of the album. So I guess where I, I guess I'm, I've, I've argued myself into saying the whole thing should go in. That's where I feel. Matt. <sighs> I really enjoyed this record. The boys did it again. Came out swinging. Came out with Rabia. Another all-timer. Can we just put Rabia in? I'd be very happy. <laughs> I think Rabia is going in one way or the other. It's the, yeah. the fate of the remaining 12 songs that are... Here's Here's my issue, and it's it's the same as Jenny's listening to this i love these choruses i love what they're doing but essential new metal record i'm not necessarily there kick-ass listen totally there one of their one of their best albums 100 percent there love it also there but canon new metal canon Hundred percent new metal, one through fourteen, all rolling and swimming in there. Uh, no. Okay. No, right. that that is not. I mean, that is not my feeling. That is not Matt's feeling. I I guess I think the thing is though is that Rabia is so strong, and there's only one Rabia. So I, th- I think we're just I think we're just saying just Rabia. I think I'm saying just Rabia. I don't know about you two. Jenny, what are, you, what are your thoughts now, hearing both Matt and mine's argument? I really, really like this record, and I think it's very good. At the same time, if somebody says, I want to get into Nonpoint, what should I listen to? I'm pointing okay. them to tracks. I'm not pointing them to albums. Like I'd be like, you got to listen to Arguli. You got to listen to Rabia. So in that way, when I think about it like that, I'd say maybe just put Rabia in. But I also see your point, Lauren, that like there are a lot of really good songs in this record, but I just don't know if they strike me as essential new metal. Like I think there's enough of the alternative metal piece in this that like it doesn't feel definitively new. Yeah. Even though it has a lot of new what do you think? I mean, you make a good point. I, I I think for me, it's it's one of those things that I go back and forth on where we've put records in that have 
I guess like super highs, but then like some rough lows, but the super highs carry it. And here's a record that basically just has one super high and then a long run of real good with no bad. And because I, I, I sometimes worry, I guess like the real good, but nothing exceptional kind of gets like tossed to the wayside. Cause this is like a rock solid record, you know? Absolutely. Like I, like no I feel like argument. I would say, based off the first two non-point records, if you were to like, hey, you know, I want to get into non-point, I'd be like, yeah, listen to Argulo, listen to a couple songs off of Statement. But like, if somebody, but I could also say you can listen to all of Recoil and have a great time. Yes. Hmm. 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 So, so I think I think where we stand, Matt's saying just Rabia. I'm saying the full record, Jenny break the tie (laughs) oh boy oh boy (sighs) what if we added what if we added uh a a couple songs to it is there a couple standouts lauren that you're like if we can't get the whole thing in well that's where i run into problems because i'm thinking one through six is like an unbeatable run so that's half the album at that point you know, like the only yeah, song that we're kind of divisive about is In the Air Tonight. But then right after In the Air Tonight is Move Now, which goes into Peace of Mind, which goes into Past It All, which last we checked was Money in the Bank, Impossible Needs, which we all agree it's tough, tough having Impossible Needs. I mean, Jenny, which one did you want to hear a little bit more of? Well, what I was wondering is I can't remember off the top of my head, and I don't know about either one of you, but where did we land? I I know that we did not put we did not put development in, but where do we land with statement? Orgulo, I think was it right? I think, I think just Orgulo. There may have been. If, let me see if I can find the new metal canon. I well curate a new metal canon, which I don't think I've updated in probably a year, but I believe I should have at least the. Okay, I found it. I found the Google Doc feels dusty all right oh man remember we used to do notes and annotations (laughs) there's so many two songs made it in orgulo and hive were the two songs that made it in from statement Hmm. i guess when i'm thinking about the fact that there really aren't any misses on this record maybe we just put the whole thing in because if we're gonna point somebody to a full non-point record. It seems like it would be this one. I agree. This isn't my most enthusiastic saying, put this whole thing in the canon, but I also don't feel bad about it because I do think it's a great record. I think it... I think it's a great come down record because I feel like it's a transition for the band as well into a, a little bit more of a straight-ahead like hard rocking metal band that is yeah. the dumbest thing i think i've ever said no but not even close not even close <laughs> not to even the dumbest close. thing you said matt <laughs> thank you i guess i'm following my heart here it feels better to me to say let's put this whole thing in that feels more right than i don't know hey robbie is in when all of it goes in so i'm okay all right. 
There it is. Recoil by Nonpoint in the cannon. Welcome. Welcome to the new metal cannon, Nonpoint. And thank you for prompting me to now update this thing. How, how, when was the last time I updated it? Oh, it's been a while. I'm not going to even read that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> April 20th, 2019. Oh, boy. Ooh, it's, it's been a minute. All right. I'll update that. All right. Well, there you have it. Nonpoint recoil in the cannon. Congratulations, gentlemen. You did it. You did it. You boys did, did the did damn thing. Did the damn thing. And that does bring us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us your recommendations, your thoughts over at roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Next week, I know it's September 30th, but we're getting it started, baby. New movie month. New movie month. We're going to watch the movie. We're going to listen to the soundtrack, and then we're going to talk about it. Jenny, this may be the most hype you've ever been for any of our theme months. I'm very excited. Super excited. As you can hear in my voice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've been talking for two hours, and I mean, you are one of the great talkers, as voted on by your peers. Tireless, they say. Tireless. So, uh, yes, but yeah, next week we'll kick off kick off new movie month. You might be saying, why are you guys kicking it off September? Because we got other things coming, baby. Don't you worry. Don't you we got, worry. We got, a co- we got a hot bunch of episodes coming your way. Until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt... Matt. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.